Well, we all know that we are living in a time when there is lots of bad news out there. We all realize that, right? Discouraging, distressing, and bad news is available. We're living in a time when there's so much talk about the pandemic. There's talk about protests. We see uh, politics is all over the place. COVID-19 is like uh, the utmost thinking in some people's thinking and in their speaking can be consumed by it. People are bound by fear over what's going on in our nation and in our world today. Well, we all know that we need to be informed. We need to use wisdom like we're doing here at Heart of the Bay. You guys wearing your mask, social distancing. Those things are great. We need to do all of those. But we don't want anything to take precedent in our heart and in our thinking other than Jesus. COVID-19 should not be the number one thing that we are talking about, that we are consumed with. Pastor said it, we're going to preach today on let's talk about Jesus. Let's give him the place due in our hearts. I found this wonderful quote by Corey Ten Boom. How many of you know who she was? A woman that was uh, her and her sister during World War II. They harbored and they helped a lot of Jews uh, escape Denmark. They were Dutch people. And her and her sister were imprisoned for their efforts. Her sister actually died in prison. Corey Ten Boom went on to live like up into her 90s. But if you ever want to get some inspiring quotes, just Google it. It's amazing. But this is one of the things that she said. If you look at the world, you'll be distressed. If you look within, you'll be depressed. But if you look at God, you'll be at rest. Hallelujah. She knew something about it. She was in prison. She saw her sister die. And she knew that you could not look at the world around you. You get distressed. And if you look to the inside and say, well, I can handle this all by myself. I can take care of this situation. No, you could get depressed. But when you look to Him, you will enter into rest because you know that our God is the God with whom nothing is impossible. Aren't you glad we don't have to make it through life on our own? He is with us. He will never leave us. He will never forsake us. And His Word is as true today as it was last year. Just because we're in 2020 and it's a year that nobody would have ever expected or faced before. The Word of God is still the same. It contains the answers to life's problems. Life's problems and issues will never be solved. Look into people. Look into a political party. But thank God we don't have to. We're going to take a break from all of that today. And we're going to talk about Jesus. How many of you came to hear some good news? Good news. Hallelujah. Well, this title really was inspired by years ago. We heard one of our pastor friends, Mark Hankins, who who it was, tell a story about when he was growing up. He grew up in a pastor's home. And, you know, when you grow up in a pastor's home back in the day, the pastor and the 
guest minister and other ministers would come and they would have a meal at your house. And so all these people would be gathered at their house having a meal. And you may not know this, but pastors don't, uh, they're not always angelic. They can be a little bit carnal too. So sometimes they'd start talking about brother so-and-so and sister so-and-so. And they did this. And they did that. And Mark Hankins' mom, right in the middle of this un- ungodly conversation or this conversation where they're putting people down, she would lift her hands and lift her voice and she'd do, do this. She'd start singing this song. Now, I'm not going to sing it. You can Google it. There's some real good quartets. There's some good brothers and sisters singing it, a, a real soul version of it. But it really is called Let's Talk About Jesus. So, Mrs. Hankins, this is what she'd start singing. Let's talk about Jesus. He is the King of Kings. He is the Lord of Lords Supreme throughout eternity. The great I am, the way. The truth, the life, the door. Let's talk about Jesus more and more. What do you think that might silence people when they're talking about others to hear Mrs. Hankins start singing? Let's talk about Jesus more and more glory to God. Well, you know what? We should be doing the same thing. If you're maybe at work, I know everybody's working virtually now. Lots of people are. You're around somebody and they start talking about fear and dread and all of these things. You know, you got to use wisdom, but it could be appropriate just to say, Oh, no, let's talk about Jesus. How about that? He is the King of Kings. He is the Lord of Lords. Anybody blessed by that? I know I am. So what we're doing today... We're glorifying him. You want to sing it? He can sing it real good. Maybe later, okay? So we're going to start in the book of Psalms today, and we're going to go through a lot of different Psalms that magnify and glorify him. Are you ready for that? You'll like this one. Psalms 46, verse 10, and this is out of the Message Bible, and it says this. Step out of the traffic. Take a long, loving look at me your high god above politics above everything can i get a shout i know you're wearing your mask but you can shout hallelujah that is awesome that's the message step out of the traffic take a long loving look at me your high god above politics woo I think we ought to get a shout there too. Woo! Did you know there's no political party that's going to save America? There's no man, there's no woman that's going to save America. It has to be an awakening unto God. That's what we're believing. That's what we are praying. Hallelujah. So let's not magnify those things. Let's step out of the traffic. You know what that represents? The noise. The noise of the media. The voices that are bombarding us constantly with this report and that report. Let's pull away from those things and let's come away with Him. Let's draw close to Him. Let's, like it says here, take a long, loving look at Him. Look into His beautiful face. 
and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Some of you might not know that song, but that's an old song too. It's turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full into his wonderful face. And the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. I think it's time for another hallelujah. Amen. So today, we're taking a loving look at him. We're magnifying him. We're going to talk of his goodness. And I'm here to remind you of how much he cares for you. How much he loves you. It's wonderful when you find that partner in life, your spouse, someone that you know loves you unconditionally, your children, maybe a brother, a sister, a friend. We all need those people in our lives that we know that we are loved by them. It does something to our hearts. Recently, I got to go down to Southern California, and I was watching two of our three granddaughters, Olivia and Lucy, while John and Lindy celebrated their 20th anniversary. I know it's amazing. They've been married 20 years. So I was watching the sweet little girls while they got away. And I always bring them, they call it surprises. So we're sitting on the couch, and Lucy's opening up all of her surprises that Grammy brought her. And she said, Grammy, one of the things I love about you is you always bring me surprises. But then she said this, but that's only one of the reasons. There's so many. If I told you all the reasons I love you, it would fill a book. She's five years old. Now, you know that melted Grammy's heart right there. Because I know how sincere she was in that statement. She loves me unconditionally. And that warms our heart when somebody loves us like that. But I want to tell you today, we have a whole book right here. It's filled with the reasons that Jesus loves us. And it's filled with reasons of why we love him. He loves us with an everlasting love. And he deserves our praise. So in the next few moments here, I know we're not going to preach all day, but we've got, we're going to give you some good word here. In the next few moments, we are going to praise our way through Psalms. Is that good with you? Psalms 34, beginning in verse 1. I know you might not have your Bible there, so just listen. Verse 1 through 3. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Oh, say this with me. Magnify the Lord with me. And let us exalt his name together. Hallelujah. Just think about the word magnify. It literally means this. To make greater in size, status, or in, in uh, importance, to enlarge, to exalt, to raise on high, to elevate, to lift up. 
What does a magnifying glass do? It makes an object look bigger. We know that God isn't going to get any bigger. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. But in our thinking, He can be magnified. In our thinking, He can be enlarged. Hallelujah. I hear the Spirit of God say, Take the limits off of me. It's time to stretch. It's time to enlarge. It's time to lengthen our courts and believe the Lord to do even greater things than He has done in the past. Our attitude should not be our best days are behind us. No, no, no. We serve a God of progression, not a God of regression. Hallelujah. Let's magnify the Lord. Let's meditate on the promises of the word. And let's let our heart be enlarged. Enlarged. Hallelujah. Woo. Glory to God. Take the limits off of our great God. Nothing is impossible with him. He is the God of restoration. If some things have been stolen during this time, don't just say, oh, well, I guess that's just what's going to happen. We're living in this time of this pandemic. No, you don't take it. You say, devil, you are the thief, but I serve the greater one. I serve the God of restoration and he is a master at fixing any disaster. And he shall restore and make better than before. Somebody needs to claim that right now. If you've lost your job, claim it right now. God's going to give me a better job. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, I know that applies to some people here. Marla, that applies to you. Robin, that applies to you. Anybody else that has lost their job during this time you've been furloughed? In the name of Jesus, you take that. Woo-hoo-hoo! He will restore. And He will make better than before. The psalmist David, he loved to talk about the awesomeness of God. Psalms 34, again, verse 3, but in the NLT. Come, let us tell of the Lord's greatness. Let us exalt His name together. Tell of His greatness. Exalt His name together. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless and magnify His holy name. Our God is the one who blesses. He is not the one who steals, kills, and destroys. He is not to be cursed. He is to be praised. He is to be magnified. You all have heard of John Osteen. I know you've heard of Joel Osteen. John Osteen was his father. And uh, he's been in heaven many years. But he was in a place of business one time. I think he was buying a car or something. And the salesman was using all sorts of colorful language. He was cursing God. and You know, that 
I, that just grieves me probably more than anything. I don't know why people damn God's name, other than it's the devil that inspired that. So this guy was doing that, and Brother uh, Osteen couldn't take it any longer. He raised up his hands, and he started to say, Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Bless the Lord. And the, uh, the salesman sputtered to a stop, and he thought, What are you doing? He said, I demand equal time. You're cursing my God, and so I'm going to bless him. Hallelujah. He's not the curser. He is the blesser. Let's go on over to Psalms 145 now. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 1 again, and this is in the NLT. I will, extol, I will exalt you, my God and my King, and praise your name forever and ever. I will praise you every day. Yes, I will praise you forever. Hallelujah. Great is the Lord. He is most worthy of praise. No one can measure his greatness. Most worthy of praise. The most high God. He is excellent in all of his ways. He excels all others. His greatness cannot be measured. Praise his name every day, forever and ever. Not just Sundays on the parking lot. Praise Him in the morning. Praise Him in the noontime. Praise Him in the nighttime. Hallelujah. Praise Him in front of your kids. If you don't have kids, praise Him in front of your cat and in front of your dog. Don't be afraid to praise the Lord and to bless His name. Fill your home with the high praises of God. Verse 4 says this, Let every generation tell its children of your mighty acts let them proclaim your power let each generation tell their children of his mighty acts you need to tell your children and your grandchildren and your nieces and your nephews you tell them that god is good god is faithful and we, you know, we've lived, I've, I've lived a long time. That was pretty cute. Pastor Tom said, Route 66. That's exactly right. Going to be 66. So I've lived a while. And during my lifetime, I was born right during the healing revival of 1947 to 1958. After that came the charismatic renewal and the hippie movement and the Jesus people coming in. And then the word and the faith movement. And then the Holy Ghost move and joy move. I've seen a lot in my short years here on this earth. And I'm thankful. And I'm going to tell my grandkids about what the Lord has done. But there is a cause for us to contend that each generation shall experience God for themselves that our kids and our grandkids shall have a mighty move of God in their day and in their lives thank God for it amen tell your offspring tell your relatives what God has done Jesus is on the move on the move hallelujah you may have seen some of it. There's things happening on the beaches right here in California. California is not going to be known for protest and rebellion and all of that stuff. We are going to be known for the high praises of God. 
God's been glorified. God's been praised on the beaches in Huntington Beach, in Pismo Beach. A good friend of ours, Mike Sparrow, he said something. He said all these people were gathered on the beach praising God. Some of them were jumping in the ocean and getting baptized. He said it reminded him of the Jesus people movement. Woo! God is on the move. On the move. Hallelujah. He's doing great and mighty things in our day. Keep reading here in Psalms 145, verse 5. It says, I will meditate on your majestic, glorious splendor and your wonderful miracles. Your awe-inspiring deeds will be on every tongue. I will proclaim your greatness. Awe-inspiring deeds. What are some of the synonyms for awe? Well, listen to this. Admiration, amazement, astonishment, wonder. God's doing things in our day that will literally take our breath away. Awe-inspiring deeds. And you know the greatest awe-inspiring thing that he has ever done is to take a person out of the kingdom of darkness and translate them into the kingdom of light. We ought to continually stand in awe and amazement at how God can take a broken life filled with ashes and turn it around and give us beauty for ashes. Hallelujah. How he can take someone who's overcome with grief and sorrow and give them the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. That's our God. That's all inspiring. And he's not done yet. And he wants all of us to tell what he has done in our lives. Let's talk about Jesus. He is the King of Kings. He is the Lord of Lords. Every one of us have a testimony. And we have a story to tell. Verse 7 of Psalms 145. Are y'all doing okay? I know it's hot. You're doing all right, right? We can go a little bit longer. Psalms 145, verse 7 in the NLT. Everyone will share the story of your wonderful goodness. They will sing with joy about your righteousness. We all have a story to tell. And the most effective witness is still the personal testimony. You might say, well, I didn't come out of drugs. I didn't come out of this and come out of that. I don't really have a testimony. Your testimony might be like mine. I tell you the truth, when I was growing up, when I got born again, and it was during the time of the hippie movement and the Jesus people and all of this stuff, and there was a time when I thought, I don't have a testimony because I've loved Jesus from the time I was a little girl, filled with the Holy Ghost when I was 11. And the Spirit of God spoke to me, and He said, you have the greatest testimony of all. Your life is a testament of the keeping power of God. And when you have tasted of the real Jesus and been filled with the Holy Ghost, nothing else compares. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Tell your story. People need to hear about the goodness of our God, the fact
faithfulness of our God. It says here, everyone share the story of your wonderful goodness. Let me ask you a question. Has God been good to you? Has he done anything awesome in your life? All inspiring? Let's talk about Jesus to people. People need to hear what God is doing in this day and in this age. Amen? Hallelujah. Let me see here. We don't want to go too long, but let me read one more scripture here in Psalms. Psalms 107, verse 1 and 2. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Woo! Whom he has redeemed from the hand of the enemy. We just received communion. We are redeemed, folks. We're redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. We're redeemed from COVID-19. We're redeemed from poverty. We're redeemed from fear. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Hallelujah. I think I ought to hear some souls out there tonight. Woo! Today. So. When the devil comes and says, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that, you want to get a little sass in your attitude and in your voice and just say, So, Mr. Devil, I don't think so because I am redeemed. Redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. How I love to proclaim it. Amen. How many of you out there today are redeemed? Glory to God. Hallelujah. So let's just kind of talk a little bit here in, in closing. How important it is to speak the language of redemption. That's why we're talking about Jesus today. Let's speak what he has said about us. We need to know who we are and what we have in him. If someone were to follow you around today, it would probably be with a phone or an iPad and record your conversation. What and who is getting the most airtime in your speaking? That's an interesting question. The Bible says, you know, in a multitude of words, there doesn't lack sin. So sometimes we're speaking and speaking a lot of words, but they're not words that are glorifying Jesus. They're not the language of redemption. So I have a question for you. If you were to look in your own heart, what's been given first place? What have you been talking about more and more? What have we been magnifying? I'll point the finger at myself. What have I been magnifying? What have I been talking about? Is it Jesus or is it the problems? God exalts his word. He doesn't exalt our circumstances. God exalts the answer, not the problem. Let me share the scripture with you in Colossians chapter 3, verse 2, out of the message. It says this, Don't shuffle along, eyes to the ground, absorbed, with the things right in front of you. But look up and be alert to what's going on in Christ. That's where 
the action is see things from his perspective Woo! don't shuffle along in life with your head to the ground and your face wearing a frown but look up look unto him hallelujah the author and the finisher of our faith look unto him it says look to christ that's where the action is that's where the answer is it's found in him he is our hope he is our peace we're not going to be absorbed by the problems around us we're looking up for our redemption draweth nigh a lot of people are talking about the rapture and you know by the signs of the time whoo jesus is coming and he's coming soon and so we do need to look up and we do need to expect him to come soon and very soon but when i say look up for your redemption draweth nigh we're not using that as an escape clause from this earth but we are just saying look up your redemption from that circumstance look up your redemption from poverty look up your redemption from fear look up your redemption from sickness and disease draweth nigh it is in him he is the glory and the lifter of our head oh magnify the lord with me and when we when we magnify him and we look unto him it works like a magnet and he it's like a magnet and it draws us up Woo! it raises us up hallelujah oh be magnified be exalted lord god on high <laughs> oh let's stand up and just begin to magnify him let's say we thank you lord you are worthy to be praised we glorify you thank you jesus you are the glory and you are the lifter of our heads and you and you are the one you're the one that has provided a way of escape through any situation I just sense in my heart I sense that somebody's got a, a stack of bills maybe they're online but it's a lot of bills and you've just been staring at them and you've been going oh how 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 are these all going to be paid oh I hear the spirit of God say this act like me act like me ha 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 oh my word says at destruction and at famine thou shalt laugh I sit in the heavens and I laugh at the enemy for he is defeated so does that apply to anybody if it does raise your hand ha 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 and let's all just join in with them right now ha 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 no lack no lack our eyes are not on the unpaid bills our eyes are upon you lord jesus ha 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 Woo! thank you
you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. There is a peace. There is a joy. There is a rest. <laughs> when we talk about Jesus. Woo! He lifts us. Anybody's lifted today? Anybody encouraged today? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah.